Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to It's the Little Things. I am so excited to be back on here. Um, I have been, <laughs> I'm not going to lie to y'all, last week I kind of forgot. Um, and I know that sounds crazy because it's like, how do you forget? Um, well, I was, Wednesday I was planning on filming this episode, but I'm kind of glad I didn't because I have a completely different thing I'm sharing today. Um, but it was kind of funny because <laughs> I was like, Wednesday, I was like, okay, I'm going to film it at this time. And then something came up and I didn't have time to do it. So then I had Bible study from six to eight. And then I have dance practice for my sororities, like song fest thing, um, from nine to 11. So I got home at like 1130 and I was like, I am starving, hungry, and I'm sleepy. So I went, I grabbed some food, went to sleep. Okay. I woke up Thursday and I was like sitting on the couch and I was watching TV or something between classes and I was sitting there and I was like, oh my gosh, I just never, I just never did an episode. And I was supposed to film on Thursday with somebody, but unfortunately she has been having some family stuff going on. So we'll postpone that one a couple weeks out, um, which is totally fine. But it was kind of funny because I was like, well, I'll just put that one on there. And then we kind of didn't end up filming it. And so, oh, my gosh, I'm not kidding, guys. And then I was like too embarrassed. I was so embarrassed. I was like, I don't want to I don't want to post and say, hey, guys, just kidding. I forgot. But here I am telling you guys anyway. So, you know, whatever. But also another thing, it's gotten all of a sudden super cold here. And I drive a little moped to school and I genuinely thought I was going to have icicles hanging off of my face when I got to school this morning. So, um, that was lovely. Um, what else? I'm trying to think of other things that are going on in my life that I need to update you guys since it's been a hot minute. Um, oh, oh my gosh, this is a big thing. I'm studying abroad in Costa Rica over the winter. I know. I know. Stop. I know. Isn't that so cool? I'm going for international sports business because that's going to be my minor, which I'm really excited about. Um, And then, yeah, so it's like two and a half weeks from December 26th to January 12th. And so I'm really excited for that. And right now I'm in the process of kind of like saving up lots of money, raising some money. So if anybody happens to have some cool ideas on how I can do that, I might start a GoFundMe, but it kind of seems crazy because it's not like a mission trip. So I'm like, I don't know why people would, I don't know. So I was like, maybe I'll just start something like that, but we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Um, But if anybody has any cool ideas, let me know because I am open. I'm all ears to everything, but I'm super excited for that. And okay, not the yawn. I'm about to start the daggum thing all over again. I don't want to be yawning on here. Okay. I didn't haven't drank my active today, so that's kind of why I'm doing that. Um, I was gonna drink it, and then I was like, nobody wants to hear me gulping on the on here in close contact with the microphone. So, um, but anyways, yeah. So Costa Rica, I'm super excited about. Blue is chewing on my sleeve. Um, but yeah, right now that's kind of I'm. Oh, I have my third interview for a personal training position. Um, it's like a mentorship, which would be pretty cool. And I'd work really early mornings and afternoons. Um, so that'll be really fun because I'm on here by myself. Usually I have better banter with myself, but unfortunately right now I'm like, I literally trying to think of ideas to tell you guys like what's going on in my life, but, oh, oh, this is a really cool story too. So funny. Okay. So I was sitting at the brew. It's this coffee shop and I have more news for that later. Um, 
but it's this Christian coffee shop. And I say Christian because it's attached to a church. Of course, you don't have to be Christian and go in there. But a lot of like cool, like Christian kids come and hang out and do their homework and everything. So I was sitting there last night and I was doing some homework and this girl comes and sits next to me and I, she was like, Hey, can I sit here? And I was like, yeah, of course. And so I was like, Hey, what's your name? She's like, Oh, I'm, my name's McKenzie. And I was like, Oh, okay. Like, and I was like, my name's India, blah, blah, blah. And we got, got to talking and then we kind of started doing our homework. And then I got up to answer a phone call from my dad and I come back to sit down. She's like, Hey, can I say something real quick? And I was like, yeah, girl. So I closed my computer and I was like, what's up? And she was like, you know, I was on the way over here and I was asking the Holy Spirit to just kind of tell me what or give me something that he's wanting me um, to know or to do when I get to the brew. And he, and she goes, and it was so crazy. I saw a vision of a girl with brown hair and blue eyes. And she was like, I was trying to decide earlier if your eyes are blue, but they look blue. And she was like, so I think I'm supposed to talk to you today. And I was like, yeah, I'm like, girl, yeah, <laughs> I'm like, OK, OK, cool. Like, what's up? And I'm like in shock. I'm like trying to keep my jaw from hitting the floor because I'm like, nobody has ever done this to me. So I'm sitting there and she's like, OK, so I'll kind of tell you a little bit about myself and my testimony which is funny too, because that's what I ask for people on the podcast, not the point. Okay. So she told me a little bit about her, herself and her testimony. And then she started sharing with me about the gospel. And she was saying, um, you know, she was like, God wants you to know he loves you and that he loves what you're doing. She didn't know me. She didn't know I had a podcast or anything. And I was like, after she got like she I mean it was, it was like it was longer than that but I was kind of just summarizing um but when she got done I was like you know it's really funny you say that because <laughs> I was like sometimes it, you get in this cycle of doing things over and over again and you don't get this you don't get the I don't want to say credit but you don't get feedback that's a better word from people on when you're doing something and so you're kind of just doing something over and over again. And you're like, am I doing something right? Am I doing something wrong? Like I would love some feedback. And, you know, the other day I gave a presentation in class and I got really good feedback and I called my dad and I was like, oh my goodness, I got such good feedback. I feel so good. Like this, it, it feels so nice to get positive feedback when my goal is to be a light for Jesus. And some people don't realize that I'm not just like, I am a very energetic social person, but I'm, I mean, like, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but I get that from Jesus, if that makes sense. And of course it makes sense. What am I saying? Um, but I get that from Jesus. And a lot of people don't really ask. They're just like, why do you have so much energy? And I'm like, cause I love my life. Like, why can't I like, well, why not? Like I have the burdens that were on my back a year and a half ago, aren't on my back anymore. So like, why why be sad and sappy all the time um but so it anyway so I got this feedback in class and I was like it feels so good but I still feel like I'm not getting the feedback I'm wanting from other aspects of my life and then she said that and it just instant I was like oh my goodness okay like I'm I'm good we're good we're fine I don't know I was stressing for no reason um but okay this kind of 
sort of, kind of, sort of, sort of not really goes into what I kind of wanted to talk about today. And it's really funny because I have a horrible focusing issue and I don't know if it's from my concussions or if I have undiagnosed ADHD or if I just get very distracted. So many options, so many things that could be the possibility, but we're just going to go with, I get distracted easily. And I wanted to start this thing because I saw in this movie war room, this like prayer room. And I wanted to start doing that. But in my closet, I have a really long, oddly long closet walk in. And so at the very end of my closet, there's no clothes because I'm like, who has enough clothes? Well, maybe one day I'll have enough clothes to fill that up. But right now, no. Um, So I like today was the first time I actually utilized that part of my closet. And I sat down on the floor with my Bible, my highlighters, my markers, all the things. Um, Because why not be aesthetically pleasing when you're doing the Bible? And And then some sticky notes because I wanted to start writing prayers or verses or quotes or whatever on that wall. So that room is my prayer room, my war room. And so today I sat down in there and I was like, I, I, this is so weird. Like I, I was sitting there and I don't do this. Like I want to get in the habit of doing it and get better at it. But usually I don't do this. Um, And today I was like, Lord, please give me wisdom over what I'm about to read because I've been reading Matthew because I want to get through the gospel. I know and I don't want to get through. I want to actually study the gospel and not just read it, if that makes sense. Um, So I was reading Matthew and I got to Matthew. The part I'm talking about is Matthew 4. And I know a lot of people have heard this, but I went through John the Baptist and um, all of that jazz. The other day I read about Joseph and that was another thing I wanted to talk about but maybe at a different time. Um, just moving my chair around. Sorry, guys. Um, but anyways, so I was reading Matthew 4, and I prayed over this, and I was like, Lord, please give me wisdom. Help me soak up whatever you're about to teach me through the word and help me to actually study it. I don't want to just read it and forget about it tomorrow. I want to study it. So, yawn, 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 yawn. Okay, I'm taking a swig, guys. Everybody close your ears. Yummy. Okay. That's active. So if you want to know what that is, let me know. Um, but anyways, so got done with my prayer and I was like, okay, so I'm reading Matthew and I was on Matthew three when I started. Okay. And I'm not the type of person and I've learned this recently. I don't want to get into my Bible and just read, just to read. I read until I get to a point where I feel like I'm taking something away. Um, Because there sometimes are chapters, and you can take parts away from every part of the Bible. Um, In every part of my life, I learn something differently. So when I'm reading, I don't want to just read to read. I want to read to study, and I want to read to learn. And sometimes chapters just don't feel – I don't feel like I'm I'm reading good information, but I'm not actually getting something that I can take away. So I was reading chapter 3, super good, very good stuff, okay? Um, but I got to the end of chapter three and it's when Jesus was baptized, right? By John the Baptist. And of course, John the Baptist goes, and we're reading straight from the word today. So if y'all want to get your Bibles out, that's pretty cool. If you're driving, just listen on, cause I'm going to throw some, some verses and some stuff at you. Um, I have a really cool study Bible from the, pa- from passion, um, that I got at passion, um, that blue actually tore up. Um, so I would like to get a new one eventually, but this this is fine. Does the job. Okay. 
So let's get into it. So the end of chapter three in Matthew, um, Jesus gets baptized and John's like, what the heck? Why, why, why would I baptize you? Like, if anything, I need to be baptized by you. You know what I mean? And Jesus was like, no. Nah. So in verse 15, he says, Jesus replied, let it be so now. It is proper for us to do this to fulfill all righteousness, which is pretty cool because it kind of gives, of course, there's purpose behind baptism. So I don't want people to take that out of context. Um, but it's really cool to kind of hear like even Jesus himself got baptized. Like that's pretty cool. Um, whoop. Okay. So after reading that, I was like, okay, yeah, makes sense. Um, but the study Bible totally threw me for a loop. So I'm going to read kind of what the study Bible says, and then we'll break it down. Okay. So what the heck? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh -huh. Sorry. Um, uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It says the father confirmed the identity identity of the son at his baptism. Though Jesus had no sin, he willingly submitted to John's baptism. This action further identified him with those he came to save. As the author of Hebrews writes, since the children have flesh and blood, he too shared in their humanity. And that's Hebrews 2, 14. His association with frail humans allowed him to understand their pain, sympathize with their weakness, and enter into their suffering. Okay, so this is why I recommend study Bibles because I did not get all that. From the verse I read, I'm just, I'm going to be quite honest with you. Um, I guess I just wasn't thinking about it hard enough, but I read that and I was like, jaw drop, jaw on the floor. I was so like, that is so good. That's so true because oftentimes we see Jesus and we see God and we see the Holy Trinity as this entity that is just unimaginable. And it is hard because we weren't born in a time where Jesus walked on the earth. Right. So it's hard to imagine him on this earth as human form. Right. So weird, but it's so cool to think about. Like really, if we really think about it, this isn't just some story. He walked on the earth. He, okay. Before I go too far into this. Okay. So kind of what I got from this was like, this was Jesus. This was God's way of showing the world for Jesus that Jesus was human because God, of course, doesn't need to be baptized. But through baptism, Jesus almost claimed the seat of humanity. Like he was like, yes, I am human. I need to be baptized, too. Although he didn't sin, he did it because that's what that's what the humans were doing. That's what we were doing. Isn't that cool? Like really sit back and think about how. Jesus didn't need to be baptized, but he was trying to connect with us and associate with us because if he didn't do those things, if he didn't struggle on earth, then him dying on the cross wouldn't be as deep. And that's another thing that we have to think about. This was all, this was all so that when he died on the cross, he covered us in the grace of God. And it's so crazy to think about because he, that's why he did all of this. Like all the things that he did on earth. Okay. So then I read this section and I'm like, what? Like, okay, cool. So cool. Right. Flip, just flip the page to chapter four. Okay. It gets better. Y'all just wait. It gets better. Okay. So chapter four, Jesus is tested in the wilderness. Now, before you like turn your brain off and be like, oh, this story a million times yeah so did i but i 
You learn something every day, folks. Okay. So lots of things I took away from this. And I really just wrote them all down in the book. So we're going to break it down together. Okay. So first of all, I highlighted led by the spirit. The first verse says Jesus was led by the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. Of course, tempted, what can also mean tested. Okay. Simple, but it totally makes sense. Like the reason we are tempted, yes, is by Satan. But in this case, think about that. Jesus was sent into the wilderness on purpose. Like this wasn't some, oh, hey, Jesus is just taking a throw through the wilderness a stroll through the wilderness for 40 days, 40 nights without food, just because he just for kicks and giggles, you know? So then anyways, he was led by the spirit into the wilderness to be tested, right? Okay. To be tempted. Yes. Who else gets tempted? Me, you, all us human beings, right? Okay. So he was fasting 40 days, 40 nights. He was starving. The man just wanted a good number one, no pickles from Chick-fil-A with a cookie on the side. That's all he wanted, but he couldn't have it. Okay, so then Satan comes over, and he starts tempting the man. Well, first of all, Satan's a goofy, goofy guy because, like, what the heck? You think you're going to get the son of God to to do what? No, yeah, no, doesn't make sense. Um, But anyways, so... This was another thing. This is like a side note. But in verse 7, um, also, oh, there's so many side notes. Ignore Blue. He's just jumping all up on me. Um, there's a few side notes. So, first of all, Satan, in this passage, uses scripture to justify the temptations. Okay. If that doesn't g- give you the little heebie-jeebies for a second, think about how many times we hear somebody use scripture and we're like, they're telling the truth. Take a second, okay? That is why it's so important for us to read the Bible. Okay, that's a side note for sure. But, like, that's why it's so important for you to have your own knowledge of the Bible. Do your own studying of the Bible, not just reading. Study it. Know the information. Because Satan himself knows Scripture. How many people know Scripture that are not Christians? Tons of atheists. Tons. Tons of other religions. So just keep that in mind. Next time you hear somebody use the scripture and you're like, hey, that sounds about right. No. People take scripture out of context all the time. In this case, Satan used it. And Jesus came back with him and said, "Uh uh-uh, no, you didn't. He said, do not put the Lord, your God, to the test. Okay? That's a quote. Quote, quote. Jesus said that, right? That's another side note I have because you know those... You know, when you're like doing something, you're probably not supposed to, or doing something and you're like, if God wanted me to do this, he'd give me a sign. Mm. I read that and I said, oh, instantly convicted. No, if, if he want, you know, he wants you to do it because you have that feeling in your heart. Yeah. You have that feeling in your heart and you're like, he wants me to do that. And the reason I'm fighting him on this is because I don't want to do it. If God wanted me to do it, he'd give me a sign. No, no, no. You thinking God wants you to do it is the sign. Come on now. Let's put that two and two together right there. I think I, that's that's what I took away from that. Anyways, so another side note from the study Bible. They break down passages. I really do suggest this. I love this Bible so much. So they talk about Matthew 4 through 11, and we'll kind of go from here. 
Okay, so I'm going to read the whole thing. We'll break it down. So it says, as a human, Jesus experienced everything that any human, any other human has experienced, including temptation. Matthew 4 describes Jesus's experience of being tempted by the devil for 40 days and 40 nights. Jesus was tempted by the opportunity to use his power to meet his own needs rather than relying on God to put God to the test in order to win a large following and to compromise with Satan to win the kingdoms of the world thereby avoiding the cross. Yeah. So let's go back up to the top. That wasn't even all of it. We're not done, folks. We're not done. We're not even close. We're we're really going here. We're rocking and rolling. Okay. As a human, Jesus experienced everything that any other human has experienced. Jesus was human. When we sit and we think Jesus was perfect and in my head, at least growing up, I was like, of course he's perfect. He's the son of God. Why would he not be perfect? Right? Like, why would he struggle? Like he did, he didn't, at least in my head, I was like, okay, yeah, he's the son of God. Like, I don't know. It just didn't make sense. Like why? Of course. Yeah. He was tempted in the Bible. He was tempted, you know, a couple times. No, 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 no. This was just a documented time where he was tempted. Jesus was perfect. No sin. None. He was human. He lived on the same earth we lived on. He faced the same things other people faced. He was going to go through the most gruesome death imaginable on a cross, tortured, mocked, left behind by all of his friends. And even with that in mind, he didn't sin. Like, if I knew I was going to die a death like that, you can bet your bottom dollar that I would take the first opportunity to avoid that. Come on now. Like, but he didn't. He had the same opportunities we have to not sin daily. Isn't that crazy? He, he was human. Like, he was flesh. Flesh and blood. Just like us. And I think that's so cool because a lot of times we take, we look at Jesus and we think there's no way. There's no way we can be like that. But God gives us the strength daily to fight temptation. He gives us the strength daily to be more Christ-like. Like that's the goal, right? We're followers of Christ. We want to strive to be like this. We won't have the power Jesus has. We won't have the power God has. But, but Jesus walked on the same earth we did, struggled with the same things we did. And this isn't documented, so I honestly have no idea. But by all the sins, I'm assuming it's all the sins, if you know what I mean. So just keep that in mind. Next time you're struggling with something, just be like, no, no, no. Jesus struggled. He had the same temptations, and he didn't do it. So I'm not going to either. It is easier said than done. So I'm not, you know, especially because we got sometimes we got to break those habits. Those are hard. But we can do it. We can do it together. Okay. Let's keep going. Okay. This, yeah. So I talked about this a little bit. But, and to compromise, he was tempted to compromise with Satan to win the kingdoms of the world, thereby avoiding the cross. How much love does someone have to have the opportunity to not get tortured and murdered on a cross in front of a bunch of people making fun of them? For us, 
That's pretty crazy. That's really crazy. And the amount of obedience he has, not even just love, but he obeyed God in a way that is so almost unimaginable. Like, it's like so crazy to me that he fought temptation that hard and struggled. Oh, that's just so crazy. I I don't even know how to like comprehend that. Okay, we're going to keep reading. Jesus's experience was no less real than any sort of temptation that other people experience. However, the difference is that Jesus did not give in to the temptation he faced. Hebrews 4:15. Jesus boldly and convincingly refuted with scripture each of the temptations he faced. Jesus defeated Satan by using a weapon that even a, and that every believer has at their disposal, the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, which is Ephesians 6, 17. I, that was, that was like, literally that was a side note from the, from the Bible. Like, that's so cool. I think, it, okay. Also another part of this, which is pretty cool. It, I think they give three, like, I think obviously everything's planned, but they gave three temptations. Jesus was like, heck no to all three, right? Over 40 days and 40 nights, he was tempted over this time while he wasn't hungry. Okay. I don't know about y'all, but when I'm hungry, no, no way. When I'm hungry, whoever is in my path I fear for you. I do. I can't help it. I get weak. I get messed up and I get hungry, hangry, as some would say, right? But Jesus literally was walking in the desert, probably hot as heck, walking in the desert, no food, no water. And then was tempted three times. You know what he said each time? No. Then he refuted it with scripture. And That is so cool to me. It's also a great reminder that temptation does not just go away once you stop it once, right? Temptation doesn't, you don't just automatically are like, oh my goodness, I don't want to gossip about anybody because I didn't do it today. I don't want to, you know, watch this or that because I didn't do it today and I feel so much better. Well, You just have to be careful what situations you put yourself in to avoid those, right? Again, easier said than done, but is obviously doable because Jesus did it. And so many others before us have also been able to do it. Think about Paul. Mans did not have a romantic relationship at all. And he, he did fine. He did it all. We're good. Nothing, nothing wrong with that. If you don't want to date nobody, that's fine with me. You know, that's fine with me if that's not what you want to do. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. I kind of underlined the word tempted because if you look at the bottom, okay, it says the Greek for tempted can also mean tested. And I wanted to revisit that because I think oftentimes we see temptation straight from the devil. I do think it is from the devil. I don't take, don't, don't, don't argue with me on this because I'm not, I'm trying to be, anyways, um, I truly believe 
temptation daily is a test. Um, it's a test to our relationship with God. It's a test to who we are. It's a test to how we are as people and how close, like, I, I think oftentimes we think the closer we get to God, the less temptation we're going to find. And I saw a clip from Tim Ross and he is a podcast host of the basement and he's awesome. So check him out. He's also a preacher. But he says that the closer, just because you're getting close, like just because you're a preacher doesn't mean you don't. I mean, you can see it in the media today. Plenty of preachers struggling with sexual sin. Uh, that's the primary one I've seen. Um, but there's other ones. These issues, everybody struggles with them. We can see it in the Bible. That's why it's so cool. We have this connection with Jesus that we didn't like, it's so hard to imagine, but we have this connection with Jesus. And that's why getting to see his life in this book is so awesome because we get to see this daily that we can do this. Like we got this, like Jesus did it. We can do it. Like we can do it. And he was literally getting just persecuted daily, but I'm about to get cut off by this thing. Cause I can only record for 30 minutes on this. Okay. So I hope you guys have a great week. I know that was a lot, okay? But I'm glad we got to do this together, you know. Like, I feel this connection between you and I right now. So this was really fun. Um, but anyways, thank you so much for listening or watching whatever you did today because it is up on YouTube. Hey, hey, hey. And anyways, I love you guys so much. Have a great week. And be a light for the Lord in everything you do. And be the reason someone smiles today. And go get that bread. Metaphorically. Because you do not need bread. Physical bread, you only need to let them. It says it in here, but I don't have the quote. Anyways, love you. Bye.